Unstoppable Success Radio, Episode 57. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio, helping entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners around the world skyrocket their sales and multiply their profits. Now, here's your host, Kelly Roach. Welcome, everybody. You are listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am super pumped to have here with me today, Doug Sandler. Doug, welcome to the show. Hi, Kelly. Thanks for having me on the show. Hey, excited to have you here. So I want to tell everybody a little bit about you, and then I'll let you fill in any gaps. Doug Sandler has over 30 years of business experience as an entrepreneur and leader. His book, Nice Guys Finish First, which we're going to dig into today, is a number one ranked Amazon bestseller. He specializes in teaching others the how-tos of building relationships and strengthening connections. Doug is a nationally recognized speaker, blogger, and podcaster, and his weekly posts reach hundreds of thousands of readers. Doug has been tilted and nationally recognized by a leading social media company as the top 100 social media thought influencers to follow. So Doug, anything key there that you want to add before we dive into the interview today? Well, you, you put me right at the top. Actually, it was number six. I got five people I still have to beat out. So working hard to get there, you know? Love it. Love it. Okay, cool. So um, Doug, there's so much there that I want to dig into. Um, let's Let's talk, let's talk first, Doug, about this nice guys finish first. Tell me about the concept. Why does it matter to our listeners? How can it help them to achieve greater success in their business and in their life? Well, I guess in it, if you want, we want to take the counter proposal to that mean people suck. You know, mm-hmm. that would be the other, mm-hmm. that would be the other side of it. I just think it's so much better to go through life as a nice person and doing what is right and doing the right thing all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes telling the truth isn't the easiest thing, but it's the thing that lets you go to sleep with the uh, with the greatest con. You know, you just feel good about yourself. Sure. And uh, and I think that business uh, has really been led for so many years, decades, probably hundreds of years, uh, with that leader being that uh, iron fisted leader. And I think that that nowadays, with every, everything being so transparent with social media, especially, um, it, it makes it a, a, probably a better thing for people to uh, to be nice. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I mean, integrity is everything. And, and it really is at the end of the day, being able to fall asleep at night and, and feel good about who you are and what you stand for and what you're all about. And for me, I think about every day, you know, what what my two year old daughter is going to learn about me as she grows older and whether or not the decisions that I'm making and the way that I'm treating people is is how I would want her to, to learn and be modeled for. So let me ask you this, Doug, how did you come up with this concept? Like what made you arrive? Um, at this being such a passion point for you? Well, what happened to me was, I mean, and this goes back a couple of decades in 1992, and I'm a, my, my background is as a, uh, as a social event uh, DJ. I mean, literally 30 years in the hospitality world as, a, as an event uh, entertainer. Uh, I, I did this performance in 1992, and I realized at the end of the performance, I knew nothing about my client. I, I failed horribly at the, at the event. And if I just invested a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of phone calls, maybe at that point, I don't even know if it was emails, just maybe phone calls, just did a little investigation about the client. I would have discovered so much more about them and, and been able to dig in 
much, much more about understanding what they were all about. That really did plant the seeds for this system that I've had in place ever since. And it, only in the last few years as I developed this special, this professional speaking career in my book writing and the blogging and everything, did all of these things really start piecing together. And I thought, hey, wouldn't it be great, uh, what a unique concept to return every phone call, to, uh, to return every email, answer every question in the email, to reach out and connect with people, uh, to tell the truth, to uh, over deliver and, and, and not promise if I couldn't deliver on the things that I was promising. All of those things are what I would consider my definition of, of nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I, what I really love about it is I think in this world that we live in today, we're all so connected and yet so completely separate. Oh, I agree with that. It, it is a, is it an environment right? We're in an environment right now where where we can get ananything at our fingertips. Mm-hmm. You know, if we wanted to find yep. out about uh, about people, we go on to LinkedIn and Facebook and twitter and and uh, and really can dig deep. Uh, I challenge everybody that's listening. Go ahead and Google your name, you know, and you probably have told people to do this before. Get, Google sure. your name and find out what people think about you just by what you have Googled and what you have found out. That is what your brand is all about. You need to have a brand that is repre- a, a great representation of really who you are. And if it's never too late, you can always fix it and you can always own up to the mistakes that you've made in the past. But man, it's really great if you start right now and doing things properly, uh, there's no better time than right now to begin. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I love that. So I know you teach these finish first workshops. And of course, that's uh, highly interactive. And it's where companies really kind of get that competitive edge. But mm-hmm. I would love if you could break out for our listeners a couple of those key things, whether it's an entrepreneur or an employee, whoever it is that's listening, that you know, wants to achieve a higher level of satisfaction, success, fulfillment, whatever it is, what are some of the concepts that you teach in these finish first workshops? The simplest process that I teach in the workshops is this program called the NG30, the Nice Guy 30. And, and what I'm about to tell you is, is so not deep, but is so important to, uh, to, to fill, fulfill the actions that I'm about to tell you. So action step number one, return every phone call. You know, I know that, and, and as I give my speeches around the country, I always tell people, hey, how does it make you feel when somebody doesn't return your call? And when people say, oh, we hate it, you know, we feel like we don't even know if they got our message. If they got our message, why didn't they return? It? Did, is it something that we said? And then I say, to the, I ask them, well, how many of you have not returned phone calls that you have gotten? Mm-hmm. The same hands go up. Mm-hmm. And I said, if it makes you feel that way when you don't get a return phone call, how do you think it makes other people feel when you're not returning their call? Mm-hmm. So step number one, return all your phone calls. Step number two, return all of your emails. Well, let's go back to the, the phone call thing. Don't return them a week later. Return them as quickly as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Re- return your emails. Answer every question in the email. Do you realize that if somebody sends you an email and they have five questions and you answer three of them, they're going to send you another email or thinking that the, the other two questions weren't important to you. And again, it's perception is everything. So return your phone calls. Return your emails. Two critical, very critical things. Deliver on every promise. A promise made is a promise that you need to keep. The things that you, we, we so badly want people to believe us that we are actually willing to, uh, to, to lie. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't mean to say that in a condescending way, but we're willing to, to stretch the truth and not fulfill the obligations that we've, uh, that we've promised. The next thing, really essential, be on time every time. I love it. I was on um, Skype about 10 minutes before you came on. I probably have been on all day just keeping it live. And you sent me a message about 10 minutes or seven minutes before we were supposed to go on, ready when you are. I can't tell you how many people 
who've maintained these interviews with me have been 10, 15, mm-hmm. 20 minutes late thinking, how much do you respect my time if you're going to be 20 minutes late mm-hmm. for our interview? And the final thing is the step number five is to reach out every day, make communication a, an essential part of your day. Reach out, connect with people, whether it's through phone, whether it's through voicemail, whether it's through text messaging, reach out to people every day. Those five steps I could spend an entire day just telling people about those five things and breaking it down into simplest forms just like that. And that is really the essential components of of the workshop that one of the workshops that I do. That's fantastic. No, I mean, all of those things. And I think it's just getting back to um, kind of that principle of drawing boundaries and doing what you say you're going to do. Yeah. Right. It's 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 being, you know, in full integrity. And, um, you know, I, I'd love to go back for a second, Doug. So, um, you know, you talked about building that authentic connection. And mm-hmm. I had mentioned, you know, we're all so connected, but we're all so disconnected. And <laughs> if there's one thing that I have learned from being an entrepreneur, it is how important those connections are, you know, how much it really takes a village to build a successful business, whether it's a team, whether it's vendors, whether it's referrals, introductions, joint ventures, whatever it Mm is. And, you know, it seems like the world is moving so fast these days that sometimes it, it, it almost feels hard to establish true connection and, and take a step back and have that meaningful, deeper connection beyond um, a transaction. So can you give our listeners maybe some tips on building meaningful connections beyond just that transactional communication? Sure. The transactional communication is really the end result of a, let's say a buy sell or somewhere where somebody's interested in, in having something that you have and you can provide that service. Mm-hmm. I don't even focus on that. I, I never focus on that. How much, how am I able to get that person's money into my pocket? The way that I look at it is the relationship, no matter how small, no matter how fast, no matter how, um, how uh, new it is, you need to engage. And especially when we're dealing with the social market that we deal in. When I say social, I mean social media. On Twitter, you know, you have 140 characters. It's really hard to develop a deep, meaningful relationship just on those 140 characters. But if you start by engaging one tweet at a time, mm-hmm. take, the, take the tweet beyond that, take it to LinkedIn, take it to, take it to uh, email, take it to a phone call. The next thing is you're meeting at a conference. All of these connections that I've made in the last few years through developing the speaking business, they've all started uh, online. Yeah. And, and, and the best way to do that is just kind of understand that you're not going to be able to get your arms around, uh, around 100,000 people. You know, you're going to have, even if you have 20, 30, 40, 100,000 people that are in your network, you're really only going to be able to get your arms around a certain amount of people and engage. And don't start to to freak out when you say, oh my gosh, I have 20,000 relationships online. How am I going to maintain them? You're really not looking to maintain 100,000 relationships. If you maintain a couple hundred relationships, even a couple dozen relationships, you're so far beyond where most people are. But you need to go beyond the surface. You need to be a person. And that really comes down to my, the main focus of my entire message is be a human being. Don't be a robot and don't be a spam bot. Be a person and, and engage people as you would like to be engaged also. And you will be amazed at how, how far and how lasting your relationships will go. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's such a great message for people to hear, especially with internet marketing and so much focus on scale and quantity. And, you know, everyone's trying to move as fast as they can to build these, you know, mega online businesses. And I think for newer entrepreneurs or people that are making a career change or doing a relaunch or whatever the case, I think that can be really um, almost disheartening because you maybe when you're just getting started have a very small network. And so I think it's really exciting and refreshing for the audience to hear today, you know, how you've launched this mega speaking career and you're, you know, obviously traveling and you're, you know, very successful with this, you know, great career that you leverage one relationship at a time, one interaction at a time. And, you know, anybody can do that in any capacity, right? It's so true. Anybody can do that at any capacity. You can do that. You don't have to be, you know, a a superstar salesperson. You, You really don't even want to be a superstar salesperson. You just want to be a you. person. Yeah, right? you just want to be a person, you know. And I've done it through uh, through a, a few different channels because I really wasn't sure what channel would be the most effective. And I'm finding that the social market is effective. I have a podcast; it's been effective. The book has been effective. My my blogging uh, portion has been effective. It, it's it it really. And if I just get a little bit from each one of these things, it's so it's so wonderful to wake up and see this excitement every day. I'm like, oh, I'm so. It's like when I go to my email, it's now like a gift. Yeah, yeah <laughs> instead definitely. of. People dread their email. I actually love getting it because it's, you know, it's, it, it, it is future for me. And that's what I'm looking at it. Yeah, no, it, I, I couldn't agree more. I was uh, doing some coaching with my own team at Kelly Roach Coaching just a couple of days ago. And I said, you don't understand the impact and the differentiator that it will be if you just spend the time to outreach and be a person versus spamming people online. And if you just try to focus on adding value and building a sense of connection and actually showing that you're a real person and you're sending an individualized, personalized message Mm -hmm. versus this mass marketing, people are gonna really like open their eyes and be excited to hear from you and want to engage with you. And you've you've probably said this, I, I know this just because I see through your transactions how you work, you don't broadcast. I mean, you are not, if your, if your idea of getting your, your word out on the street is just to broadcast what you do, advertising in the 1950s used to be all one way out. Mm-hmm. Nothing came back, nothing came out. And if it did come back and it came back negative, you just kind of put that under the carpet. You can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, there's none of that. You, you must engage. You have to build a relationship with people. You have to be open to the fact that everything you do is not going to be ple- uh, you know, pleasurable to everybody that you're doing it with. Some people are just going to back off or, and you need to give them all this. There's so many people that you have an opportunity with. Just be you, just be genuine and, uh, and just don't just, you know, I always, I always call it puking product. Don't just puke oh, product. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I love that. I love hearing you say that. That's beautiful. Okay, perfect. So now I want to transition a little bit, Doug, because um, you have something that I haven't really been able to offer my audience. And that is because, you know, my daughter is two years old. I don't do a lot of traveling. And because of that, I, I really don't do a ton of public speaking. I do a lot of um, radio interviews and podcasting and virtual stuff, you know, webinars and stuff like sure. that. But I don't yeah. do a lot 
lot of speaking. So I know that you do a ton of speaking. And so I feel like you can add a lot of value for our audience here. I have a lot of people, a lot of subscribers to the show that either want to add speaking to their current business, or they're working full time, they're starting a new business, and they would love to segue their expertise into speaking. So could you give our, our listeners some tips and some strategies around getting started adding speaking into your portfolio of your your overall business offerings? Absolutely, for sure. And this is one of the areas that I've really worked on over the last uh, several years to try to, to, to really focus in on and understand how is it that we can do this without the need uh, to have a, um, a speaker's bureau. A speaker's bureau won't, won't even look at you until you get to a point right. where you're you know, charging ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars And by that point, you probably don't even need them. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. So exactly. In the beginning, I always tell everybody that I, that I coach also, and that I work with, uh, you know, on, on my team, I always tell everybody, make sure that you're an expert at something, have a message, have something that you're, you're really good at one. And I'm assuming that somebody that's interested in speaking has a message and they have a platform and they have a way that they can present it. So let's just go beyond that for a second. Once you're ready to start doing it, and, and if there's anybody that's out there that is that is coaching people and they tell them differently, it, don't follow my strategy. Follow your coach's strategy. This is just how I did it. Give it away. You know, get out there as much as you can to speak. And I'm not saying that you need to give away your services and you have to pay for your travel and all that. Try to provide value and try to have them provide something back so that they can, you know, if you have a message that you really want to spread to the world – and, uh, and you don't know that anybody knows you yet, maybe try to find some local association. Associations love this. Um, uh, Chamber of Commerce has loved this. See if you can get them to bring you out to your organization. Maybe let them, uh, maybe have them let you promote something. Then when you're there, if you're traveling and doing this, see if you can book other things as a result of it. So if you go out to a local, uh, I do a lot of speaking with um, uh, MPI, Meeting Planners International. So I'll go out to their, um, to a local chapter. And while I'm out at their local chapter, I will talk to the president or the board or somebody there, and I will help have them help me develop relationships with organizations that are also a part of that MPI group. I'll go out. I just call it the, the wheel and spoke philosophy or the spoken wheel philosophy. You have the person that the group that you're dealing with in the middle, the, uh, the wheel, and then all of the spokes. Those are the companies that I will now try to charge or try to get them to sponsor me coming out to that to that organization. So as long as I'm going out there, I may as well try to speak not just one time. It mm-hmm. may be I can try to speak two or three times or maybe four or five times or spend a week on the road if I have the ability to do that. So when it comes down to it, it may just be that you're going out to the original organization, speaking it free or maybe for travel and, and accommodations. And then you're able to sell 50 books at, an org- at a company that, that you get as a spinoff of that. And then another company might be able to get 500 or 1,000 bucks. Or maybe the, it's a good opportunity for you to present to other people. And you say, well, I'm going to do this you know, gratis also. Maybe they'll, they'll help spread the word or maybe they'll buy a couple of books too. Don't necessarily look at it in the beginning as a way to make money. Just mm-hmm. like when I wrote a book, my, the goal of my book was not to make money. The goal of my book was to create this feeling that I was the expert in the world of nice, you know, mm-hmm. in customer service. And it really has, it's paid off in dividends. It really has. And it's been great. Yeah, no, that's great. Those are great tips. And I mean, I think it's just like anything else, you know, you have to focus first on giving, you have to focus first on adding value, you have to focus first on making an impact. And then, you know, that will then reciprocate and come back to you. I was speaking to someone the other day, it probably was an, another podcast interview I was doing and they said, you know, I, I rarely ever take a speaking engagement for free anymore, but I did one the other day because of who I knew I would get in front of. Right. And they got six paid engagements out of the one free engagement. Well, so, you have to, yeah. Right? 
You ha- you have to weigh. You don't just go into it blindly. Well, Doug said, well, I should give them away, so I'm going right. to give away the, ne- the next right. 20. Look at each one as an opportunity. If you're smart enough to be an entrepreneur, believe me, if you're an entrepreneur and you're listening to this show, then you understand that you need to adjust. Everything's an adjustment. You know, you make things up as you go along, exactly. unfortunately, in, in this world. If you don't have a policy and procedure that says, well, I'm never going to do a free speaking engagement, what if it's a great opportunity? Right, So. Right. Do the things that you need to in order to advance your business. I'd much rather give a free speaking engagement than sit at home. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's oh, yeah. the way I look at it. If I can give something away and there's value and I see another opportunity for it, then heck, why not? Give it away. Yeah. No, that's great. I love it. So let me ask you this, and then I want to move on because I do want to take a couple minutes before we wrap up and talk about customer service because I know that's another area that you really can can help our listeners with. But um, when you are looking to add you know, additional speaking engagement, like, okay, so let's say um, you get off the phone tonight and, and you decide that you want to add another four speaking engagements to your schedule between now and the end of the year. You must be looking at my desk because that's exactly, that's exactly, you know, I okay. literally have four sheets of paper on my desk that have okay. four prospective clients. So let's take this okay. real quick. All right. <laughs> so you decide you want to add four more speaking engagements to your schedule between now and the end of the year. Can you walk our listeners through, like, if you did, pretend you don't have those four pieces of paper on your desk right now, you don't have any opportunities and you're trying to figure out, okay, what's my best, you know, easiest strategy to go out and get my next four engagements? Can you walk the audience through a little bit of what process you would follow to do that. Sure. And whether whether you have a VA do this or you do this yourself, either way, and I'm assuming a lot of the folks that are listening, very similar to me, very lean, you know, so you want to you want to do this with as little overhead as you possibly can. For me, all I did was I Googled customer service conferences 2016, sales conferences 2016, meeting planning 2016, hospitality 2016. I probably have 150 opportunities now in front of me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I go to all of those websites. I look up the contact person. I just start sending emails. Okay. Do you, ha- do you have something down? This is concrete stuff that I- I'm telling you, this has all occurred with me within the last four days because mm-hmm. I do. I'm exactly, I'm, I'm exactly in the position, except I said, I want another 20 speaking engagements by the end of the year. Okay. Okay. So, I love so it. now, so now I've gone, I've, I've sent, and these have to be cold. You know, there's nobody, there's nobody helping me. I have no speaking bureau that's, well, I have a, a, a college speaking bureau, but I don't have any, um, you know, big ticket speaking bureaus that are helping me put these things together. So I go out to these conferences. I look for the contact person. I send an email. And within probably, um, I would say, two or three days of sending out the original series of emails, 150, let's say, emails that went out, the, the original series got a, a, a six people that, that sent me emails back saying, hey, we looked at your website. Looks good. We really would be interested in having you come to our conference. Not, nothing about how much they're going to pay. Again, I'm not focused on the on the dollar amounts necessarily. I'm focused on the value that I can provide right. and what is going to happen when I get there. Yeah, and and what else I can put in tandem with those with those opportunities. So that's really where I start, you know, by sending out some some cold emails. I mean, there's certainly many many other ways to do it, but for me, I, I like the comfort of that email much more so than I like the initial, let me make the phone call. Cause for me, I don't know what, what your, what your listeners think, but I think cold calls suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So yeah. I don't, 
I don't know how to get around those. So the cold email is a little bit easier for me. So when I'm sure. making the phone call, at least is a little bit warm. Does that does that give you a, a preliminary look? Yeah, I oh. love it. I love it. I think that's perfect. And I, I just I know there's a lot of people that want to add that into the mix. And I know that's an area of strength of yours. So I really appreciate you sharing that. Thank you so sure. much. Sure, my pleasure. Um, so I do want to talk a little bit about the customer service experience, making an impact, you know, and, and really your philosophy behind it. And then also some key strategies and tips um, whether someone's an employee or whether it's their own business, you know, really, what what is that all about? You know, what's your message all about? And, and how do you recommend that people kind of take that out and, and put it to work? Well, we touched on it just briefly just a few minutes ago, just about being human. I mean, if there's anything that I could really stress or I would really stress with anybody that is in a position that they're that they're frontline, that they're talking to a customer or even a coworker, which is pretty much everybody you need to be a human being. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the other thing that you need to realize is that the moment that you walk out your door, you are on. You know, some people say, well, it's really hard to be on 24-7. You know, I, I, I'm sorry it's really hard. Life is hard. You, gotta, right. you know, you, you can't. You can't be in a good, you, you need to be consistent with your actions. If you're in a good mood one day and a bad mood another day, and if you're a real nice person one day and a crappy person another day, people aren't going to know what to think about you. So they'd rather avoid you than hang around you. It, you need to start changing your attitude. You, you, if, if being positive is the is is a challenge for you, I would say then work on your positivity and work on that 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 feeling. It, a, a lot of times it comes between that six inches between your ears is what gets in your way. Oftentimes, mm -hmm. you need to focus on the things that that uh, that you can do in order to remain more positive. From a customer perspective, you've got to understand. You know, the bottom line is this: with a customer, win or lose, you if you try to argue with your customer, you're going to lose every time, even if you win the argument. Yep. So you, it's really, really essential for you to maintain a, um, a positive attitude, a, a yes attitude, a, an attitude of I am going to make it work. And the only person this is up to is me, regardless of whether I go out and speak for $10,000 or I speak free. That is a million dollar performance for me. I never look at the dollar amounts. I just, at the end of the year, I do my taxes. I don't think about what jobs paid me and what jobs were free. It's just a matter of me getting out there enough times and, and doing my thing. So from a customer service perspective, you know, you've got to be, you got to be hell bent on making sure that everything that you say becomes real when it comes to your customer. Without that, you have no trust and you'll have no business. Mm, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, no, that that's great. So Doug, break down for us some of the biggest learnings that you have had in your time as an entrepreneur and some of the best advice that you can give to people that are looking to achieve a higher level of success in their business and career. Sure. Well, the, the I, a piece of advice number one was something that my dad told me many, many years ago before he passed, and that is it's okay to fail. Mm -hmm. If you, if especially as an entrepreneur, you need to um, put yourself in a mindset of if you don't try, you're never going to know. You know, I'd much rather be a guy that tries than a guy that never yeah. attempts anything, and 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 that's got to be um, you know a priority number one. I think it's really important as you go through your entire career that you just kind of look at it, not just through your perspective. You know, I, as I as I talk around the country about this this message of customer service, I bring up the hashtag. And, you know, a hashtag means many different things. The symbol hashtag means a bunch of different things to a bunch of different people. If you're in the in the PR world, three of those at the end of a press release means end. If you're an online chess player, it means checkmate. If you're a, a music person, it's a sharp sign. If you're in the world of technology, it means, uh, you know, the hashtag. It, it, it's your 
your search mechanism. All of these things, depending on who you are, is how you view what that little symbol is. I just keep a hashtag right by, right by my computer because what it tells me is that it is always about whoever I'm talking to, their perspective. And so the more that we realize that about life, not just about business, but about life in general, you know, when you talk to your two-year-old, you're not going to talk to them like you're talking to me. You're going to talk to them in a, in a whole different way. When you talk to your husband, when you talk to your your customers, it's all going to be dependent upon their their perspective. So I encourage everybody as they as they look at the world, look at the world through someone else's hashtag. Mm-hmm. That's a great, I love that. That's really great advice and really good, you know, strategy for listeners, no matter what, what stage of life they're in or what stage of their business yeah. that they're in. That's, that's really strong. Um, I love that. So, um, Doug, I'm sure there's people that are listening that want to get their hands on your book. They want to learn more about you. They want to check out what you're up to. What is the best place to connect, learn more, um, get in touch? Sure. I would, I would love it if they, uh, if they follow my blog and you can just do that at dougsandler.com and there'll be all sorts of pop-ups and screen stuff. And <laughs> I don't know, my technology people put stuff together that looks like it's a good website. So if you go to my website, dougsandler.com, you'll be able to sign up for my blog. You'll be able to listen to our podcast called the nice guys on business podcast, right from uh, my website. The book is there too. If you click on the, uh, on the book link, it'll link you over to uh, Amazon and let you get that as well. Um, I'd love to come out to an organization free, paid. It doesn't matter. You know, if we find value in something that you have to offer, then I'm happy to come out and talk to your uh, talk to the companies or the people that are listening to your podcast. We'll figure out a way to make it make sense for everybody as well. Love it. Love it. Parting words for anybody that's tuning into Unstoppable Success Radio today, Doug. You just keep listening to Kelly because it sounds like sh- she is it and a bag of chips also. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely have, you. you have some great. I love your encouraging attitude. Your positive, your positivity, you know, the world needs more of what Kelly has to offer. And I'm not saying that to Kelly, I'm saying that to your listeners. Just keep holding on to Kelly's coattails because even if you come to one tenth of where she is, you're still going to be well beyond where everybody else is. Oh, that's so awesome. Thank you so much. Well, Doug, you have been an incredible guest today. Just added a ton of value for everybody listening in. So thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here. Thanks, Kelly. And thanks for having me on the show. You got it. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in to Unstoppable Success Radio. And until next time, remember to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Thank you for joining this episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. To get exclusive access to Kelly's free video and audio trainings to explode your business growth, simply visit kellyroachcoaching.com and join her email community for resources she only shares there. If you love today's episode of Unstoppable Success Radio, pass it along to a friend, colleague, or client that may benefit from the content. Until next time, dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen.